going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Soon to be a major motion picture. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Without a good hip, you ain't hopping, that's for sure. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. The great Freddie Mercury and Queens singing about you're my best friend. Bonding, that's today's topic, because at 8.15, we're going to talk about pickleball. The fastest growing sport in America. Very popular to the Weekend Warrior Nation. Why? Why is it so popular? Because it's a tiny little court. You got a partner you got to play with. It's not so difficult to play this game. And trust me, you start playing it, you will become addicted. Because it's part of human nature to want to be close to each other. The chemistry, the magic of being a human being is with friendship. How awesome to have someone calling on behalf of someone else. As the first caller today for some clap revision. And we'll do a little clap revision later. I want to talk about Dodger great Kevin Pillar. He had surgery this week for a fractured dislocation of his shoulder. And I want you to understand why Kevin's going to be back as good as new. But we're in my lifetime in the world of art. I love the world of art. I love the world of sports. And I love the world of surgery. And whatever the topic is each Saturday, I got to connect the dots. Where do I see that bonding? It was perfected by Gene Wilder. You know him in 1971, the same year, ping-pong diplomacy. Richard Nixon using ping-pong to open the doors to China. He made a movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Listen to Conan O'Brien talking to Gene Wilder, and I want you to appreciate his skill set for making a bond with children, a bond with Mel Brooks and Young Frankenstein, a bond with Richard Pryor in the buddy movies, starting with Stir Crazy. And with the new technology, DVD, so many kids are seeing that film now and have seen it over the years since the film was first made. How do kids respond to you when they see you now? Their eyes light up. Yeah. They don't say anything. Mm. Right. Just, I can tell every four and a half years I get a new crop. Right, right. <laughs> because the, the mamas won't let them see it until they're about four and a half years old, right. five years old. And then I walk down the street and I, I see the eyes light up like that. And um, they don't, they're too nervous to say anything most of the time. Right. Uh, those who aren't come and want to sit on my lap. But right, right. He's telling he can look into a kid and see their eyes light up. Most of us just walk around and they look at oh, there's a kid over there. Not Gene Wilder. He's looking in their eyes. You know, one of the things I, I love so much about that movie that makes it work for me, which is unlike a lot of a lot of children's movies, are afraid to have any menace. And Willy Willy Wonka, there is some there's a hint there's some darkness in that role that you that you added to the character and i think that probably scared some moms away when the movie first came out it did because it wasn't a commercial success no that which always surprised me when the movie came out you know people the movie didn't do that well and i think it was because there's some scariness to it a little bit the, the kids weren't scared right the mothers were scared right right they on thought, behalf of the kids on behalf of the kids but right. the kids knew it was a morality play right right and where where do you draw the line and they wanted the line drawn right Right. The mothers were afraid of it. It was not a commercial success, Gene Wilder and Conan O'Brien, because the mothers buy the tickets. They got the pocketbooks with the money. But it was a huge success, Willy Wonka, with kids. They don't have the money. But guess what? They get older, they have the money, and now they have their own kids. And they say, you got to see that movie. Because this actor, this Willy Wonka, was special. 
So later, it becomes a huge cult hit, but not when it first came out. I want to ask you about Young Frankenstein, which is easily uh, one of the funniest movies ever made. And you co-wrote... You co-wrote this... You co-wrote this film, uh, and, and Mel Brooks directed the movie, and uh, I only found out much later on that my favorite scene in the whole movie, and I think for many people their favorite scene, is when Dr. Frankenstein, you, do the number, the tap, the tap dance number, putting on the Ritz with the monster, and it's so insane and so absurd, and I only realized later on, I guess, that that was your idea, and Mel Brooks didn't want to do it. Is that right? That's right. Here's the bonding, not between Gene Wilder and little kids, which he's an expert at. Here's him bonding with a co-worker, with a peer. First, you have to hear the scene again. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? <laughs> Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fits. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed up like a million dollar trooper. <laughs> Trying mighty hard to look like Gary Cooper. Cooper, <laughs> Cooper! <laughs> and here's more about making that scene. Bonding, when bonding doesn't go well. What's the matter? You're not going to have a fight with somebody once in a while? It happens. But if you've got the bond, you can get through it. No, uh, I would write all day, and then he'd come over after dinner and look at, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now, we need a villain. The Burgermeister right. isn't a good enough villain. We right, need a right. real villain, and so on, so on. And one night he came over, and he looks at the pages, and he says, you tap dance to Irving Berlin? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. In top hat and tails with the monster? Right, right. He said, are you crazy? It's frivolous. Right, right. And uh, I started to argue, and then I argued for about 20 minutes till I was at least red in the face. I think it may have been blue. The biggest fight, the only fight he ever had with Mel Brooks. And all of a sudden, he says, okay, it's in. And I said, well... Why did you put me through this? Right. He said, because I wasn't sure if it was right or not. And if you didn't argue for it, I knew it would be wrong. But if you really argued, I knew it was right. That's actually an interesting technique. Well, so huh. if you hadn't, you know, if you had just been like, oh, okay, whatever, I, I, maybe it is a stupid no, idea. But I, but I knew him well, and, and the, that is the only argument that we've ever had. You hear that? But I knew him well. I bonded with him. What do you think? You're going to win every point on the pickleball court? No. But if you have a bond, you can get through those. You can see into those little kids' eyes. Well, what about stir crazy? What about working with Richard Pryor? This is fascinating. Yeah. Well, I think also it was one of the, for, you know, one of the earliest movies I saw that was a comedy where the acting was so straight and so sincere. Do you know what I mean? You're I believing in everything a thousand percent, and that's what makes it so funny. Eighteen You're... years of study, right, right, in order to to learn finally, right. That the more real you can make a comedy, the funnier right. it's going to be. Right. Instead of making faces and doing funny sounds and all of that. Did you hear that? That's his philosophy. The more real you can make a comedy, the funnier it is. That's right. When you bond with someone else, you can see, as Bob Dylan said, life is but a joke. You can see the humor in all of it. Fascinating. Uh, so much great work with, with Richard Pryor. Mm -hmm. uh, and you guys seem to have this chemistry that doesn't come along that often uh, in, in movies. Did you feel the same way with Richard Pryor? Did I you did. feel it while you were working with him? From the first day. And yeah. I, I'll tell you something, I, I, I don't want to be shocking you, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit like a, 
like a sexual chemistry. Mm. I mean, look, it's true. Right, right. I mean, right. you see someone and, and you say, um, I really am attracted to that woman. Right. And someone says, but why her? This girl is much prettier. Right. She's taller, she's shorter, she's fatter, right. she's slimmer. Why that one? I don't know. I am. Right, I'm right. Just, and when Richard and I did our first scene, some magic happened, what they call chemistry. Right. And he improvised. I, I used to improvise in class, but mm -hmm. not in front of the movie camera. Right. And uh, I would answer him back and forth, back and forth. And we were on such a, a similar wavelength. Not in private life so much. Not in private life. But when they made the movies, they were in sync. Listen to him tell what that means. That's interesting. It didn't translate no, off camera. Uh -uh. He had his own world that he, he his friends and everything. Right. Uh, I wanted to more. But right. Anyway, um, I'm telling you that there was something going on. We, when we did that first big scene in Stir Crazy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and tore the place apart, the prison. Right. At the same moment, we both started to hum, to sing. Ta-dum, 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 Laurel and Hardy. Right, right. And w when Sidney, uh, Sidney Poitier said, cut, I said, did you know you were going to do that? And he said, no. Did you know? I said, no, I didn't. But we both did it on beat at the same time. So you can find the bonding. You don't have to bond totality with the other person. But let it be through sports. Let it be through pickleball. Let it be through ping pong that two entire nations, America and China, can bond. Sport can be the glue. It's awesome when it happens. You can't bring everything together, but you can have a shared experience. And trust me, it will enrich your life. Thursday, I had Linda Yui bring sandwiches from Bay Cities. Beautiful for sandwiches. A patient brought a dozen Randy's Donuts. Alan Abrams brought a chocolate babka from the delicious bakery in Reseda, best babka in America. And another patient sent a dozen Sprinkles Donuts. Can you imagine? This is what Thursday was like in my office. Bonding in my world of medicine and surgery. It may come through the vehicle of food and donuts, but there's nothing more important and more enjoyable in your life than making that bond. Today's topic is a fascinating one. Coming up next, let's do some Clapper Vision. Clapper Vision, not just with the weekend warrior, but with the true warriors, the professional athlete. We'll do that segment where there's a will, there's a way with the great Will Orms. Coming up next, the number is 877-710-ESPN.